Praise the Lord. Welcome to the Lively Stone Temple Experience, where we want you to experience the power of the true and living God. Turn back to Welcome to the Lively Stone Temple Experience. We are one church in four locations. Please visit LivelyStoneTemple.org for additional information. Life can become difficult at times and our faith is often tested. In order to get through difficult times, we need to use endurance. It's not going to be by our strength or might, but by endurance. Amen. Let's read James chapter 1 verses 3 through 4 of the New Living Translation. And it reads, For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow, for when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. Amen. This message was recorded on October the 17th, 2021. The Word of God is being brought forth by Elder Joseph Lee Taylor Jr. Now let's follow along in our Bibles. Hallelujah. Can we begin to praise the Lord in this place? Everybody, no matter where you are, clap your hands, lift your voice up unto the Lord, and let's just begin to say thank you, Jesus, in this place. Lord, I thank you. Join me in a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for this great day, Lord. I thank you for this great ministry, dear Lord God. I thank you for everyone that made the sacrifice to be out here, God. And the only reason they've made it, God, is because you have been their help, Lord. I'm asking you to cover the Evans family in their absence on today, God. Cover all the saints with your blood Lord and we say the blood of Jesus prevails in our ministry the blood of Jesus prevails in this church the blood of Jesus prevails in this sanctuary the blood of Jesus prevails in our home Lord Lord we need you on this great day to be a great helper unto us Lord God in the name of Jesus Lord we ask you to bless everyone that made a sacrifice to be hot here on this morning God and God I'm asking you to anoint me this morning Lord in the name of Jesus anoint me even the more God to do your will and to send a word unto your people Lord that may be edification unto them that may be bread to the hungry water to the thirsty and shelter to those without a home Lord Lord we ask you God in the name of Jesus Lord to let your glory reign in this place Lord throw your weight around in the sanctuary God God be an ever abiding presence in this place sit where we are sitting Lord God in the name of Jesus come on down in this place Lord God Lord if you go before me I believe I can go this morning if you go before us God I believe we can go this morning I believe we can do it Lord in the name of Jesus and I say right now Satan the Lord rebuke you in the name of Jesus Satan the Lord rebuke you in the name of Jesus your authority is gone your power is gone by the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus we cast you out and we command you to go in the dry places and you got to find rest somewhere else because you won't find it in the saints you won't find you won't find rest in the saints you cannot come back I command you to leave and stay gone in the name of Jesus because we are baptized in the name of Jesus we have received the Holy Ghost and we're powerful in the Lord so finally saints of God this morning be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might and realize that you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you so as I preach this morning God 
Let the amens rest on your lips. Let the hallelujahs rest on your lips. Let a thank you, Jesus, rest on your tongue. Put strength in your hands to clap. Put strength in your arms to raise them and wave them before the Lord. And we ask your God to receive our sacrifice of praise on this morning, God. And let someone be able to say that it was worth the trip and that they were glad that they that they were glad that they came. I came to lift you up, Jesus. I came to give you the glory. I came to give you the honor. I came to praise you in spite of circumstances, in spite of the situation, in spite of how we feel, in spite of who's here, in spite of who's not here, in spite of who's on the way. God, we say you get the glory. Jesus, you get the glory. Jesus, get the glory out of this place on this morning. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord, we praise you. Hallelujah. Hmm, God, I'm going to call your attention to a scripture on this morning. Can y'all feel the Holy Ghost in here? Because I, I, the Lord, the Lord, hallelujah. Everybody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, 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 yes. Let's stay right there and praise God for a couple of minutes. Come on. Hallelujah. Lord, we bless you. Lord, you're worthy. Lord, you're worthy in this place, Lord God. God, you get the glory. Lord God, you get the honor. Lord, please, Jesus, please, Jesus, be here with us. I beseech you, my God. I beseech you. I beg of you, Father. Don't let us do this without you, God. We need your help. We thank you for your help. We offer a prayer of thanksgiving unto you, God. We thank you for waking us up. We thank you for life, health, and strength. We thank you for the activity of our limbs. We thank you for clothes on our back. We thank you for food on the table. We've got cars to drive. We've got eyes that see. We've got hands that work. We've got our right mind this morning. We've got a sanctuary and an edifice to come and offer praise and glory up unto you. Only because you're worthy. Lord, fall. Lord, fall. Let your power fall when your name is called. Jesus is that name. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Jesus, 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 let your power fall when your name is called. And we did this all so that you might get the glory that the psalmist declared that the world might know that thou whose name alone is Jehovah is Lord over all the earth, Lord over our homes, Lord over our finances, Lord over our bodies, Lord over our minds, Lord over our cars, Lord over our friends, Lord over our families, Lord over our dreams. Lord over our goals, Lord over our ambitions, Lord you are Lord of all and we thank you. Yes God, Deacon Dobie he's worthy, he's worthy, he's worthy, Deacon shout he's worthy. He's worthy, he's worthy, he's worthy all over this place. Oh, God, I came to feel your presence, God. That's right, Deacon Zimmerman, you praise him, you go for it. Hallelujah, because he is worthy. Yes, yes, yes. I came to lift up the name of Jesus. I came and I didn't come to play with his presence, Sister Zimmerman. I came to lift up Jesus. I came to let the Lord know I mean business. And I want the devil to know even more that I mean Jesus on this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We drove up here to preach Jesus. We drove up here to talk about how good our God is. Hallelujah. That's why we sang this morning. That's why we had Sunday school this morning. That's why we blessed him on the instruments and with the praising of our lips. Because he is worthy. And ain't nobody else worthy but him. Hallelujah. Psalm 124. 
Psalm 124. Psalm 124. Psalm 124. Lord, send that anointing that makes preaching easy. Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus, send that anointing that makes hearing easy. Send that anointing that makes praising easy. In the name of Jesus. Psalm 124. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us, then they had swallowed us up quick when their wrath was kindled against us. Then the waters had overwhelmed us. The stream had gone over our soul. Then the proud waters had gone over our soul. Blessed be the Lord who have not given us as a prey to their teeth. I want to read verse 6 again. Blessed be the Lord who hath not given us as a prey to their teeth. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowler. The snare is broken and we are escaped. Verse 8, our help, hallelujah, is in the name of the Lord who has made heaven and earth. Everybody, let's read verse 8 together out loud. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth. Amen. I want you to I want you to just lay hands on yourself like you're about to pray for yourself. And I want you to look up to heaven and say, he has helped me. He has helped me. He has helped me. He has helped me. That's when I want I want to talk to you about that great helper on this morning, Deacon Dobie. He has helped me. Amen. I, 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 I realize that in living in this world and living in this perverse and wicked world, we live in a world that is that is seemingly dominated by the kingdom of the adversary and his influence. Amen. We look around us and when we were backing up, when we read in the scriptures, we find out that Jesus declared in Luke chapter 10 that he beheld Satan fall down from heaven as lightning. He knows good and well that Satan fell and that he was cast out. Hallelujah. When we read in Isaiah and Ezekiel, we find out exactly why Lucifer, the son of the morning, was cast out. Because he got a little bit too big for his britches. Amen. He decided one day that he was so beautiful and so wonderful, so splendiferous and magnanimously beautiful, that he said, you know what? I'm so great that I should be greater than the one that made me. And so he makes these awful I statements. I am going to ascend above the stars of the heaven. I am going to ascend into the mountain of God. I I shall be like the most high. And he forgot what we know now that the Jesus said, I am the Lord. That is my name and my glory. Will I not give to another? Neither my praise unto graven images. Lively stone Columbia. Can I remind you of three things that God will not be? He will not be a liar. He will not be dead. And he will not be number two. God is not taking a back seat to nobody. And Lucifer seemed to have forgotten that and he was so enamored by himself he forgot who made himself amen and he got lifted up in pride and the bible lets us know that he is all and what what what, what came out of that was uh, an identity that made him a liar john 8 and 44 declares that he is the father of lies and the truth did not abide in him from the very beginning and so when he's saying that he will ascend above the stars of heaven he was lying when he said that he will go into the mountain of God he was lying 
And when he said that he shall be like the most high, he was what? Lying. Because it was in there. It was always in him. And so now he's cast down and the Bible declares that he is the God of this world and the prince of the power of the air. And so we must never act like we are not in a war against him. We must never get so at ease in Zion that we forget mm -hmm, that we are at war. We War has peacetime. Yes, war has days when things are calm, but that does not mean that the war is over. We live in South Carolina where one of the most dangerous things that plagues us is hurricane season. And in the middle of that storm, if you look at it on a radar, you will see the twirling of the hurricane over water as it gets ready to make its way on land to dump out its wrath upon the wherever locale it will find itself. And we will look on the radar on the weather report and we will see that as the storm circles, there's a small uh, vacant place in the middle of that storm. And it's called the eye of the storm. And the, in the eye of the storm, everything is peaceful. In the eye of the storm, everything is calm. In the eye of the storm, you won't find much thunder and much lightning. In the eye of the storm, you could be lulled to sleep believing that the storm is over. In the eye of the storm, you will begin to believe that everything's okay now. But you must, you are forgetting that you are in the eye of the storm, which is literally the middle of the storm. You are halfway between, you are halfway between the first, the former disaster and the latter disaster. This is not, during the eye of the storm, this is not the time to take the boards off of your windows. During the eye of the storm, this is not the time to plug all your electrical appliances back in. During the eye of the storm, this is not the time to put your boat back on the water because just because you are at peace time, that does not mean that the storm is over. I fear that a lot of the saints, because God has blessed them with peace day in and day out, they are being spoiled by the, pre the peace that Jesus has provided them. God did not give you peace to make you at ease in Zion. God did not give me peace so I could give up on the war. God gave me peace so I can have time to recoup and re-strategize. And when God says, sit down for a while and calm down, son, I'm going to cover you while you pray. I'm going to cover you while you fast. Peace time is my time to regroup, Deke. Peace time is my time to get more strength. Peace time is my time to go unto the Lord and say, down on my knees when trouble rise. I talk to Jesus beyond the sky. He promised me he would hear my plea if I would tell him down on my knees. It's time for me to let myself down in prayer and let the adversary know I am totally aware that you are the God of this world. I am totally aware that you are the prince of the power of the air. But I am more aware of the God that I serve. And the God that I serve said men ought to always pray and not faint. That's right. When I make it out of peacetime, I'm on my way back into the heat of battle. And I cannot stop praying. Hallelujah. I cannot stop fighting and I cannot faint. I remember Paul told someone, wherefore seeing we have this ministry that we have obtained mercy, we faint not. It is the adversary's job to convince you to faint when you are in the middle of the battle. It is his job. It is his job to employ the, the very organized kingdom that he has uh, 
to get you to faint. Hallelujah. He wants to employ the influence of a prince over a principality. He wants to employ, he wants to put the employ rulers or darkness of this world against you. He has hired, he has literally hired, my God, uh, spiritual wickedness in high places to influence you out of the position that God has called you to be in. I had a recent experience with a foul spirit myself. I'm telling you right now that the adversary tried to attack my mind, my emotions, and my body in less than one hour, Sister Mary, while I was at work. But I was determined to war in the spirit while I was there because I know that whenever the devil comes up against me, I've got a help that he's got to bow to. I've got a help that he's got to submit to. I've got a help that he cannot fight against. Oh, praise the name of our God. Oh, thank you, Jesus Christ. So while I was at work, I lit in a span of one hour, I cried. In the span of one hour, I laughed. In the span of one hour, I felt fear. In the span of one hour, I almost had a panic attack. And in the span of one hour, I went off into a sleep. And while I was asleep, I saw a man standing in a corner. And every time I would look at him, he looked back at me with a menacing look to let me know I'm watching you and he began to write things down on a sheet of paper and the Lord revealed to me through the woman of God that what was going on was the adversary has foul spirits that's been assigned to watch you and to take notes on you to go back to report to the kingdom of the adversary and say it works when you get at her like this it works when you bother him with this it works when you get on his nerve with this somebody say Taylor you ain't got no scripture to prove that oh yes I do. The Bible declares that when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he goes into dry places seeking rest and having found none he says I'll go back to my house and go back and stay there and the Bible declares that what he does, hallelujah, is when he goes back now he takes seven spirits with him and the condition of this person now is worse than it was the first time. My question is how in the world do the seven spirits know that they can go back into that house because the foul spirit told them that they could go because the devil is watching you. The kingdom of darkness is watching you. He wants to see if you're going to fast this week. He's going to see if you're going to pray this week. He wants to see if you're going to stand up and let the redeemed of the Lord say so and be one of those counted as those who have been redeemed and rescued from the hands of the enemy. But I made my mind up to tell the devil that if I got to call the whole church to pray for me, I've got help. If I've got to call the saints on a fast, I've got help. If I've got to call off work and go home, if I've got to miss my lunch break to fast and pray before the Lord, I want the devil to know that I am not coming alone, but I'm coming with a little bit of help. Hallelujah. David declared unto Goliath, you come with your sword and your spear, but I come in the name of the Lord. Has anybody in here ever just made up your mind that I'm going, I'm sick of coming in my own strength. I'm sick of coming in my own way of thinking. My finances can't do it. My intellect can't do it. My thoughts can't do it. My songbird voice can't do it. My talent on the instruments can't do it. This is the year that I come in the name of the Lord. Shout Jesus in this place. 
Yes, 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 yes. That's the God that I serve. But we must remember now that we are in a battle. We are in a war. And the devil has employed. The devil has employed many strategies and many tactics to try to get you off or get you off track and get and draw you away from your help. Does anybody here know what it feels like when the devil's drawing you away from your help? Before you know it, you don't quit coming to Bible class. He's drawing you away from your help. You don't, you don't even feel like praying anymore. How many of you know that when you are praying, the adversary will literally try to stop up your mouth. He will literally try to block your ear. He will literally try to prevent you from talking. But I want to let you know right now, the more you rebuke that booger, the weaker he gets. Hallelujah. Every time he comes, Satan the Lord rebuke you. 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 That ought to be the operative plea and cry of the saints every day. Satan the Lord rebuke you and God be exalted. Satan the Lord rebuke you and God be exalted. On my job, Satan the Lord rebuke you and God be exalted. In my home, Satan the Lord rebuke you and God be exalted. He said if I be lifted up, we've got to lift up Jesus to get the victory over the adversary because the devil wants to draw you away from your help. But Jesus said if you draw nigh to me, I'll draw nigh unto you. This is the day that you've got to get closer to God than you've ever been before because the devil is going to trick you out of the place of help. You are in the ark of safety and the devil wants you outside of the ark of safety where you can be exposed. Hallelujah. Praise the name of our God. Thank you Jesus Christ. And so what he wants to do now is he use things like fear to get you to the place where you feel like you are abandoned because fear has torment. He wants to torment you day and night with the one thing that you are afraid of losing. The one thing that you are afraid of doing. The one thing that you know that God delivered you from. You don't drink no more. Why are you having dreams that you're at a party drinking? You don't run around with women no more. Why are these girls texting you out of the blue, out of nowhere? You don't do the things that the things that you used to do, you don't do no more. The places you used to go, you don't go no more. But the devil knows what your flesh likes. And so he's going to parade the enticement of your flesh in front of you and cause you to fear because you're going to cry every night. Lord, I don't want to do that. Why am I constantly thinking about it? Lord, I don't want to go there. Why am I constantly thinking about it? This thing is tormenting me, Jesus. I need to be delivered. But how many of you know the Bible declares that they that call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. God is coming when you call him. I know you feel abandoned, but I hear Jesus say, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. I ain't forgot about you. Lord, I'm with you always, even until the end of the world. Hallelujah. Praise the name of our God. Thank you, Jesus Christ. I made up my mind that I'm sick of the devil. I hate the devil. You hear that, Satan? I want you to know that I'm preaching today like I love the Lord and I'm preaching like I hate you. I am tired of his influence. I'm tired of watching my unsaved family members run themselves into hell. I'm tired of watching saints backslide. I'm tired of seeing folk abandon the faith for a little bit of folly and a little bit of 
of fun. It's time. How in the world are we going to sit back and not run to our help? You're going to binge watch Netflix for eight hours and you got unsaved friends? You're going to sit around and sleep in the bed all day and you got backslidden family members? It's time for you to take advantage of your help. Hallelujah. Praise the name of our God. And so now the Lord has strategically and constantly and consistently convinced us and proven to us, Sister Mary, that we've got help in him. The Lord is our refuge and our strength, a very what? Present help in a time of trouble. If you call on him, he will help you. He's done so many things to make sure that he's able to provide us with the help that we need. If you need justification, he provides it. If you need propitiation, he provides it. If you need sanctification, he provides it. If you need healing, he provides it. If you need assistance, he provides it. If you need the tears wiped from your eyes, he provides it. If you need light in a dark place, he provides it. If you need sick, if you need a balm for your sickness, he provides it. If you need, if you need finances, he provides it. If you need comfort down in the valley of the shadow of death, he provides it. And if you need a table to be prepared in the presence of your enemies, Jesus provides it. You've got all the help that you need. I have learned that the devil does not really care about your peace. I have learned that he doesn't really care about the stuff God gave you. The devil can't do nothing with the car God gave me. He can't do nothing with the relationships God's given you. But what he wants you to do is believe in your mind that something's wrong with it. He wants to use the thing that God blessed you with so that you will forget that the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow to it. And so what the devil wants to do is get in your mind. Somebody touch yourself and say, it's just a mind game. It's just a mind game. If you can get the deliverance in your mind, then the devil can't get you. He doesn't want your peace. He just wants you to think that you can't have it. He doesn't want your joy. He just wants you to think that you can't have it. He's a clever little booger, ain't he? But he ain't more but, uh, but now I can say to the only wise God, hallelujah, he is not wiser than the only wise God. And so what we must do now, the antidote, hallelujah, to the devil's mind games is simply this. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Can I tell you all something? The reason why you have not gotten the victory yet because you're still fighting new devils with the same old mind. It's time for you to renew your mind. The devil has already proven to you that he knows how to get you in this corner. He knows how to get you in that corner. It's time for you to renew your mind. It's time for you to transform by your mind. And the devil will come back and say, I can't get it there no more. I got to go back and regroup. I can't get them there no more. I got to go back and try again. A transformed mind by the word of God is help that God has provided for you to be able to withstand all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Are you tired of the devil? Are you tired of him? Are you sick of him? Aren't you tired of him? They're Renew your mind like you mean it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I thank God because I realize now there have been times in our lives where we could not make heads or tails of our current situation. I know that God has a way sometime of just reaching back, grabbing a handful of I don't know what, and just throwing it into your life. But I want to let you know right now that with whatever temptation he find, you find yourself in, God is faithful and he will not tempt you above that which you are able, but with the temptation, God will provide a way 
of escape that you may be able to bear it. The devil wants you to believe that you can't bear it when God said, I'm giving you what you need that you may be able to bear it. It's not too heavy. It's not too big. I lied. It is too heavy. It is too big. But with God inside of you, he's going to carry the weight for you. He's going to carry the burden for you. Oh, praise the name of our God. Oh, I'm sorry for lying to y'all. It is too heavy. But how many of you know that God's going to carry it for you this year? If you put your faith in him, thank you, Deacon Zimmerman. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. And all that ways acknowledge him and he's going to direct your path. He's going to carry you. He's going to lift you up. He's going to help you out. Lift up your head, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory will come in. Uh, somebody shout, he's coming in, he's coming in, he's coming in, he's coming in. I've been crying for a little while, but he's coming in. I've been scared for a little while, but he's coming in. I felt lost last week, but he's coming in. I didn't know how I was going to make it to church this morning, but Jesus is coming in. I didn't know what I was going to do, but Jesus is coming in. He's coming in. He's coming into my mind. He's coming into my heart. He's coming, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming. I want to let the devil know that the next time he's come, he ain't fighting me by myself. I was stupid last time, Sister Mary. I thought I was strong enough. I thought I had prayed enough. I thought I had fasted long enough. I didn't have enough sense to know that I need God. I need him. At this stage in my life, I made up my mind that whatever I'm going through, if God don't bring me out, leave me there. I don't want your help coming out of what God told me to stay in because when Jesus brings me out I'm out when Jesus heals me I'm healed when Jesus delivers me I'm delivered and I need his help Hallelujah. And so the psalm declared. The psalm declared here. The psalm is in one Psalm 1 and 24. as a song of degrees by David. And David is declaring unto us that in the midst of these troublesome times, in the midst of wars, in the midst of enemies, I want to let you all know what gave us the victory. Oh, Lord, I lied again. I want to let you know who gave us the victory. Lord, forgive me. I want to let you know not what gave us the victory. But who gave us the victory? If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, what is he saying? He said, I'm started to praise off. Now I want y'all to repeat after me. If it had not been huh, for the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us. I want to let you know that we are in a day when men are rising up against us. Men are rising up against the church. The kingdom of darkness is rising up against the saints, but we've got help. Ah, then the waters had overwhelmed us, but we've got help. The stream had gone over our soul, but we had help. Then the proud waters had gone over our souls, but we had help. Blessed be the Lord, our help, who hath not given us as prey our help to their teeth. That's our help. Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. Why? Because of our help. The snare is broken. Why? Because of our help. And we are escaped. Why? Because of our help. Our help is 
in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah to God. Well, I've come to let this church know this morning that you've got nothing to fear moving forward because God is getting ready to be your help in ways that you never thought he would. Somebody shout yes in this place. God is getting ready to come down and invade your business. I'm reminded of the time when Jesus ran upon Peter and said, come with me and I'll make you fishers of men. Peter had his own business, his own fisherman business. And Jesus came along and called him out of his job so that he could follow the Lord and become fishers of men. What are you saying, Taylor? I'm saying that if you let God get in your business, he'll take you places that you never thought you'd be able to go and show you things you never thought you'd be able to see. And he's going to be your help all along the way. I remember in the Bible, many people that were sick that could testify that God had been their help. Somebody shout yes in this place. I remember a man with a withered hand. Did not Jesus fix the hand? He's been my help. I remember a woman that had an issue of blood for 12 long years. And she said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, I know I'll be made whole. And she touched him. And the Bible says at that moment that she touched him, the fountain of her blood dried up. Did not Jesus help that woman? Somebody say he's been my help. Hallelujah to God. I'm reminded, I'm reminded of somebody who had a child that was sick and he said, Jesus, all you've got to do is say the word. I'm not even worthy for you to go to my house and heal my child. But he said, Jesus said the word and said, go home and check on your baby because your baby is alive. And the Bible says at that same hour, the child sat up. Did not Jesus help them? He's been my help. If it had not been for the Lord who was on our side, I'm reminded of another story in the Bible that declares hallelujah to God that Lazarus had been dead for four days and the Bible declared that when Jesus showed up Mary said, Martha said Lord if you had been here my brother would not have died Jesus said your brother ain't dead he's just sleeping a little bit and he's going to rise again she said Lord I know he's going to rise in the general resurrection Jesus said wait a minute baby let me drop some knowledge on you I am the resurrection and Jesus walked over said roll the stone away Lazarus come forth Lazarus with his stinking body filled with decay and rot came walking out the tomb Lazarus wrapped up in bandages came walking out the tomb Lazarus who had been dead for four days came walking out the tomb and everybody around saw the great helper help Lazarus get up out the grave hallelujah to God and so you're going to sit here and tell me that the Lord won't be your help in 2021 let Corona do what it wants Jesus has been our help let the economy 
do what it wants. Jesus has been our help. I remember uh, when I read the Bible, uh, that great day that God helped us all to wit that God was in Christ, uh, reconciling the world unto himself. I remember when he started coming, the Bible declares uh, that without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. I remember the Bible declare, for unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given. Jesus, what you're trying to do, Lord? He said, boy, I'm getting ready to help you. How you going to do it, Jesus? Well, a virgin shall conceive and be with child, and thou shalt call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Lord Jesus, what you doing? Wait on me, Taylor. I'm getting ready to help you. He said, when I looked to see if there was any intercessor, I could not find one. So with my own arm, I bought salvation unto men. Jesus, what you doing? Don't rush me, son. I'm getting ready to help you. And as we read in our Sunday school lesson, Gabriel visited Mary and said, blessed out thou among women. Let me tell you what's getting ready to happen, daughter. The Holy Ghost is going to overshadow you and you are going to be with child and that holy thing. Oh, that's what Jesus was. A holy thing. That holy thing inside of you shall be called son of the most high. Child of the most high. And a few months later he arrived on the scene. The Bible declared as the child grew, he waxed wiser and wiser, conducting miracle and performing miracle after miracle. But the God Jesus, what are you doing? I'm getting ready to help you. He said the son of man came not to be ministered unto but to offer his life and to be ministered unto others and to offer his life as a ransom for many. And why? what did you do? He said follow me and I'm going to show you where I'm going. He went all the way to the cross, suffered bled and died. They put nails in his hand. They put nails in his feet. A crown of thorns upon his head. They, they hung from the sixth to the ninth hour and they stuck a spear in his side. He came down and was buried in a borrowed tomb. But just like he said, three days later, he arose with all power in his hand. And now, as many as believed on him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God. He's been my help. He made me a son. He made you a son so that you can have help. And so I made up in my mind, the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my healer. The Lord is my deliverer. The Lord is the shade upon my right hand. The Lord is my keeper, my father, my lover, my helper, my helper, my helper, my helper, my helper, my helper, my helper. Somebody shout, he's been my help. Hallelujah. 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 You know how you made it here. You made it here by his help. You know how you made it here. You made it here by his help. You know, you know, you know. Think about that time you almost lost your mind. Think about that time you almost walked away from the church. Think about that time you almost died in that car accident. Think about that time you almost lost your child. Think about that time you thought you were going to die. You know how you walked out the hospital. You know how you walked out that car unscratched. You know how you walked up out there in strength. You know how you made it out with power. What nobody helping you but Jesus? What nobody helping you but the Lord? What nobody helping you but Jesus? 
Do you remember that great day that he helped you? When he let you repent of your sins? Be baptized in water in his name? Washed away your sins? And filled you with the tongue-talking Holy Ghost? Put a clapping in your hands and a running in your feet? Do you remember that day? Somebody right now is watching this live stream and you need help. You need the help of the Lord. You need the help of the Lord. I come to let you know right now. Share the gospel with somebody. Let them know that Jesus has been their help. Somebody shout amen in this place. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I bless your name, Jesus. I don't know how, how I could do it without him. I don't know how I could do it without him. I don't want to do it without him. It's foolish to try to do it without him. It's stupid. It's senseless. It's ignorant. It's unwise. You didn't make yourself. You didn't put yourself here. I didn't make my car. So when it's time for me to work on it, I'll take it to the mechanic. They know what they're doing. I didn't make me. I don't know what to do with this. Only what God told me to do. Pray, fast, live holy, live righteous. Hallelujah. He's been our help. He has been our help. Amen and amen. We hope that this message has blessed you in a mighty way. We want to thank you for your time and support. We hope that you have a fantastic and blessed week. We love you and God bless you. Thank you. Amen.